Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the Nation School at School 97FM. Tonight's topic, poverty. Is it a contributing factor to crime, deviant behaviors, and, of course, sexual, deviant sexual behaviors? So, I have online at this time... Luke George Cook and uh, Miss Dawn Petgrave. Are you there, Dawn? George? I am. I am. George, are you hearing me? I'm not. Let me just double check something here to ensure that I have um, both persons online. George, are you there? Hello? Dawn, you there? I am here. Okay, great. So I'm not hearing um, George at this time. So let me just um, start off with you and then I will get him back at another time. Not sure of what is happening um, with um, our connection there. All right. So a huge topic tonight. A huge topic. Um, Yes, yes it is. This topic in the daytime, you know, when I'm, when I'm wide awake. Well, you're going to... <laughs> I know you and I know that you're going to absolutely give it your best. But let me first welcome our listeners joining us via the World Wide Web. Uh, thank you guys ever so much for those persons who are listening via the radio. Thank you, as always, for keeping Cool 97 FM in your ear. For those persons who want uh, to participate, you can send us your WhatsApp. WhatsApp on 876-345-7246. That's the Cool 97 FM WhatsApp number, 876-345-7246. We want a very engaging uh, conversation uh, tonight. So, the topic, um, Dawn, poverty, crime, deviant behaviors including sex what is your take on that based on what is happening in uh, today's society is it a contributing factor is it the main contributing factor or are we seeing other contributing factors that is basically uh, preceding um, poverty well and there are other factors that precede poverty but research has shown that poverty is in fact a social problem and it is the main cause of many crimes, not just in Jamaica but worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um when I put out the 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 the, the, the flyer, social media and WhatsApp and and in in other areas, um, persons were basically saying, but when we were younger, when we were um, t- 
20, 30 years ago, we were all poor, but in terms of committing or wanting or doing um, certain activities, we were not participating in those activities. Um, so therefore, they don't think that uh, crime is the reason, uh, poverty rather, is the reason for criminal activities, but they're thinking other influences. Poor well, I'm absolutely right, you know. But Anne, if you think about it, though we have things that perceive poverty, all right? Look at what poverty has caused and look at where many persons who are living who are now living in poverty, look at what lives are like for them. So for example, I went to the the St. Catherine Correctional um, Prison. I went to do some training in mental health. And I was frightened at the amount of men. I mean, I didn't get the, the total capacity, but I'm, I'm sure I saw over a thousand men that day, right? And I started researching to see what was the impact of crime, um, poverty and crime. Because of, I was interested in who were the men that were in that lockup. And there was actually a research that was done. I think JCF done um, research, and it was called Education and Crime. And here's a little snippet. It says the research developed a, per, uh, a personal profile of the typical inmates in the prison and discovered that he is number one, Jamaican born, male. Under the age of 34, hailed from Kingston, St. Andrews, St. Catherine, comes from a single parent home. Mm-hmm. Such inmates typically have had some exposure to secondary level education at a non traditional high school and dropped off of high school before reaching grade 11. So you know that means they don't have no safety. Okay, so when you don't have any sexes, when you don't have any skills training, um, you become underemployed, unemployed. What are the options that I left for you? So you realize that these are persons who now become more vulnerable to the ills of society. Human trafficking for one. Um, you know, we haven't really been, we've been talking about that, but we haven't been talking about that enough. But this is why human trafficking can be generating the kind of income it is generating because of persons who are vulnerable. When you hear of an opportunity and you pour and now go on for you, chances are you are going to take that opportunity, right? If nothing is happening for you on a month, say, or, you know, sell a thing for me and you can get the chances are you're going to take it. You understand? So though there are other factors that lead to poverty. Education is one. If I had my way, I would have retitled this. As I would have probably said, lack of education is what is causing mm-hmm. the crime. That would have been my intake right there. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, uh, if if the persons who make it out are the ones who get themselves educated, so they change their mind about who they are 
and then that gives them the tenacity not to be involved in certain crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I tend to agree with you on on that one, Dawn, in terms of education, because when I, too, did my um, research, I had to do some research in a particular community, and I realized that um, the persons that I questioned, most of them, um, in terms of the education, um, either just complete secondary, did not complete secondary, did not um, move to a tertiary um, level education. And um, I, I realized the trend in terms of what my research was also picking up on. And so therefore, as you mentioned before, these are the same individuals that become... Um, what would one say, as you had mentioned before, are more likely to... I'm not saying that they will, but they're more likely to um, commit a crime. Um, we also found out that these are the same individuals that are involved in um, sexual and domestic violence. violence. Yes, because I'm thinking that if you were to ask them, how do you feel when I cannot? Because a question like this was posed um, to, to, to persons that I, that I questioned. How do you feel when you cannot provide for yourself and your family? And there were two um, words that came popping up most of the time angry and depressed right. angry and depressed when they can't um, provide for themselves um, um, Dawn and, and for their family and for, the and for their family um, but, and mm -hmm. for the person for the person who was saying way back in the days when everybody were poor um, you know it's valid I grew up very very poor I was sharing with somebody the other day in an interview that it wasn't until I graduated high school in 1991 and moved to Whitehall Avenue, which by the way, I never even knew Whitehall Avenue was ghetto until I left Whitehall Avenue, okay? I just know that I was in town and that was heaven for me. Mm -hmm. I left country because what Whitehall Avenue gave me was a bathroom inside kitchen inside and toilet inside. I never had these things in the country but there was a desire deep down inside of me that I didn't want to become the statistic. But where did I get that from? I get that from a mother who continues to tell us that we have greatness in us, we can, we can come out to do good things and I'm saying this that we really, really have to go back to the home. Blessed you. I mean, we keep running away from it, but we cannot. We have to go back to the home. We are in a society now where children don't ever talk. Nobody speaks. Everybody's on a gadget. The child will be in one who texts the parent in another room. And so they have been isolated nobody socialized nobody understand how to how to communicate how to express what they're feeling how to cope with life and this is why you will have somebody who will make it out of the system you know because they change their mind 
But the average person, if this is what you live day in and day out, then it is very easy for you to fall apart of the statistics. Mm-hmm. Well, let um, Dawn hold that thought. So we want to welcome Miss Carlin Thompson. Carlin, put on your headphones. <laughs> uh, yes, just with, yes, like that. Yeah. Is it going to fit over the fro? Yes, it's fitting over the fro. It's fitting over the fro. Uh, right. So we have started off the conversation with uh, Miss Dawn Petgrave, and now we're oh. being joined by uh, Carlin Thompson. And so Dawn is basically saying, and so far what she's alluding to, that education um, is one of the um, contributing factors. And she's going to kind of put that um, a little bit over poverty um, in today's society. Now, uh, Carolyn, I want to kind of move away from... Well, not really move away from what Dawn um, is saying, but want to look at another another aspect, another side to what we see in terms of crime and what we see popping up. And Dawn mentioned um, human trafficking. And we're going to be now looking and turning our attention um, to, to, to sexual violence. And yes, my research, my research that I did intensely over the last couple of weeks have not compiled all my data um, together as yet. Um, I worked within a particular community and when I interviewed um, the, um, the, the police or more than one policeman within these communities, a lot of the reports that were coming in were domestic violence, sexual and otherwise so it was not uh, yes you had you had cases of 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 gun violence but let me tell you mm-hmm. something when you look at the amount within 3 months and i can even mention some figures to you within within 3 months in this community over 42 reports this is over 3 months spanning you know, over 42 reports of domestic violence and sexual violence in this particular community and that is a trend and the trend is coming from as i said before men who are most of them drop out of high school did not complete high school so once again it goes back to the educational trend Mm -hmm. these are the men that you ask the question have you ever been to your um, bed hungry no 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 um do, do you do you have food clothing and shelter which include running water electricity stolen or otherwise but you had it anyway and cable and they would say yes but in terms of their earning capacity I guess it for them it was marred minimal once again because of their educational level. And so when they're unable to 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 to, to garner certain things without a, outside of a particular school because for people nowadays, you know, say food, clothing and shelter, it is it can they probably want more of what they have. For some reason, people can chalk it up to greed. They want more of what they already have. So it's, the basic food, clothing, and shelter is not enough. Wait a second. I'm not understanding. If they 
Oh, good evening, everybody. Sorry, boy. I'm just trying to understand. Is it that? Am I clear? Can you hear me? Okay. If they are meeting meeting their basic needs, as you said, mm -hmm. is it that they are being paid at the minimum wage, or how are they surviving? Yes, they're being paid at the minimum and wage. But if you were to look at the minimum, they did. Some of oh. them did have additional income. Okay. But if your lifestyle outweighs your income, then there's a problem there because you were not you you're not living within your within your within your. Well, I, I, I but we have to be I fair, think that's though. Beyond, I don't. Well, I don't think that has anything to do with poverty. All ah, right, Dre. You see where you see where it is going. So, so this is why I'm asking the question: Are the crimes that we're seeing? related to being poor or is it something more don is look pointing in the direction of education lack of education mm -hmm. definitely mm. yeah in some cases mm. in some cases um because you know i was i was reading a study and they were saying that the results were alluding to jamaica in particular we have a culture of violence hmm. We do have a culture of violence. I don't remember, and I, I look back and I remember that song. You remember Trapper, um, Schema Them There? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, so no, that's, that's not in a drip. That song started it all. Exactly, Schema Them There, you see? And we are a religious society and we're, we're decent people. Ish. And we go to church every Sunday. Ish. And when that song came out, it mashed up every dance. Mm -hmm. It was popular. We, I, I'm not sure where it came from, but we have this uh, underbelly that glorifies uh, illegal activities, uh, deviant activities. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm not sure where it's coming from because we, 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 we say we are a religious country. Our national anthem is a prayer, but we still celebrate these things. We still do. Because when, when you go to these events and you watch us celebrate a song, and that was how many years ago, Dre? Maybe about five years? Came them there? Uh, that, that was from, yeah. Yeah, about five years. That was from probably a long time. 17, and I know them there. And I know them there. <laughs> and even then, so I'm saying that there's something about our mindset, what we're feeding into. <laughs> that is causing this. It's not just poverty because there are countries that have a lower um, rate in terms of people, you know, people below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. And the crime is nowhere near this. The crime is nowhere near this. We have a, a very problematic culture. And religion might, I'm not saying that it does, it might be causing this to some extent. Religion? Yes. I read a study some time ago that says religion reduces critical thinking. Loud and nobody kill me, please. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reporting. Why does it reduce critical thinking? Because everybody leaves things up to faith. Exactly. You leave it up to faith and ten rules. Mm -hmm. So there is no... So I say to you as a child, um, remember you don't steal because... God says so. And you don't want to go to hell because it's a man with, no, sorry, a big man with a fork and fur going juke you and you don't want that. So what is happening is that you don't have that conversation about boundaries, empathy, people working hard for their things, community building, showing love, showing care. We don't have those conversations. 
we have a conversation about going to hell and the devil going to kill. So it reduces your critical thinking, it reduces your empathy, and it also helps you to become better at hiding. So we all can dress up on a Sunday, but we know that the pastor, they would all at the church sister then. Mm -hmm. We have become like experts at masking darkness because we have to hold up this religious pious front we need to work on ourselves we have to be deeper than just this surface I never thought of that, but yes. I know that there's one person who is going to jump out and say, speak the truth, girl. Um, <laughs> Maxine, thank you so much. Um, and Maxine is also saying poor people can't enable poor people. Um, and I think mm -hmm. she's saying that some of these um, criminal activities yes. are, are enabled by other persons who are not poor. Um, mm -hmm. So, Maxine, you can. Maxine, you if 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 what I'm getting from what you have typed is correct, just say yes and. <laughs> um, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a very short break, and I'm going to be coming back uh, to just kind of wrap things up with Dawn, and then I will try to get. Luke George on the line because I am very, very much curious as to his take um, on on this topic. And yes, Maxine is saying that what she mentioned, um, I got it. Um, so that's another take. I, I, boy, I tell you, I am so surrounded by persons who are critical thinkers, and you're try. absolutely and, and you're absolutely right. When we are when we're stuck in in a box and we're not looking beyond the horizon, and we're thinking that this or these persons have my best interest at heart, whether it's somebody um, within our political system or somebody within the you know religious um, groups, and we're not critically thinking for ourselves, then we are surrounded by enablers. And I think that is where Maxine is going. And so if they say to us, move left or move right, then most likely we will, especially if we find ourselves in a situation where we're lacking. Because I've come to, you know, to surmise the whole thing that sometimes poverty is not just about not being able to find food, clothing and shelter, but wanting to move from a particular um, um standard or wanting to move from where your parent was or where your grandparent was but you can't move there is that thing that is whether it's a mindset whether it is um social um you don't have social amenities you just can't move and you say to yourself how you know how am i going to move from there may i try everything i may just can't move and so someone comes along and say and you can't do this and get over this so you know most likely you fall for that most likely i'm not saying that all persons will but most likely because you're influenced and i'm going to tell you why i'm saying this because again and went into some places to do some <coughs> research and i'm talking to these gentlemen some went on record some did not right and i remember speaking to two individuals that spend 
maybe about two or three times they went into our prison system mm -hmm. and I asked them was it because you couldn't find food clothing or shelter you did hungry you did that no 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 it wasn't about that for them it was about influence being in whether Dre whether you want to believe it or not being influenced by enablers mm. So it wasn't that they wake up one morning and them never wear clothes and them never live nowhere. But I guess the influence and the power to control, the power to control is also another factor in some of the uh, criminal activities that we're seeing here in Jamaica. You see that, po you see that thing called power? Whatever it is that that person wants to control, whether it is to control another human being, to control a turf, to control women, whatever it is, that is also one of the contributing factors to criminal behaviors. Mm -hmm. true. <laughs> it's, true. it's true she's right because even um so what what we looked at was um Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So at the bottom you have your primary needs, right? So you have your food, your shelter, all of that. After you cover all of that, that's not it, you know. Mm. We have these conversations as if to say Maslow's hierarchy of needs does not exist. That is why I agree with Anne. As if to say, if your belly is full, you're good. And that's not the case. You need to be in a society. You need to be in a community. You need to be in a culture that looks at your your your, your secondary needs, your safety, mm -hmm. your your respect, your you know, and safety is like safety to sleep in at, in a bed at night. Safety to be respected. So we, we we think that if people are if they're not hungry and they have clothes, they're good. But we have all of these needs. We have the need to self-actualize. And what I find, and maybe you found it in your study as well, Anne. If you're in, a, I can't move. So even though I'm going to work and I'm eating, I can't find myself. I can't feel like I'm respected in society. I have a job, but because of my address, people treat me poorly. Exactly. I I I, I spent all these years at at university studying nursing or whatever it is, and the patients treat me badly, and I can't get my pay, and it, it becomes. Uh, very corrosive to the collective spirit of the country, the people, because you don't feel, you, even if your belly is full, you don't feel like you're growing as a human being. And then the people, for example, even the scammers, because before they were scammers, they didn't get any respect. They had to get the car, they had to get the girls <laughs> before they got the respect. What we need, we need to provide better channels of growth for people hmm. yeah because it, it, it because as a child if i were a child what i'm seeing is it is better for me if, if i want respect and comfort in some societies uh, it's better that i do something deviant something illegal because if i take a route that is respectable and honorable you're not getting nowhere. i will be not, disrespected and you're not going to get anywhere you're so not going to get anywhere hold that thought hold that thought let's take a short break We'll be right back. Cool 97. Radio. The singles live on the nation's coolest. Cool 97 FM. Let me get back to uh, Dawn. Dawn, are you still there? You didn't fall asleep on us. No. no. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. So, uh, not at all, not at all. It happens to the best of us. I know that you have your hands full and you are an early riser. So, I'm going to allow you to um, to just put in your, uh, your well, it's more than two cents, your, 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 your final thoughts. And then I'm going to try and make that link with George. So, what's your final thoughts at this time on this topic? Well, and I first, I first must say that you can't have the topic in 10 minutes. Um, I'm just throwing that out there because it's really, really a topic that we need to be, we need to be speaking on. All right. Your speaker, and my apologies, I already forgot the name, but she said something that is important. She touched on the topic of religion and uh, the fact that it reduces critical thinking and there is so much that we can say about the church right now and unfortunately we all be good though I carry <laughs> you know a ministerial lesson mm-hmm. in my practice time I have to confess that majority of the the cases that I get with um, adverse childhood trauma were done in church. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that the the brain is not fully developed after age twenty five. And when we have our children from young age that are being let's say abuse for a better word they have gone through some form of traumatic experience by people who should be protecting them then we see an increase in deviant behavior and so there's so many pieces to the sky and which is why i cannot agree to say poverty is the is the is the leading cause for crime you know, because I just, I just don't see it. Again, I go back to education because even if, even within the church, if I'm going to speak of education, I'm not just talking about academics. I had a, I had a client today. We were, a couple were talking about money. Right? There's an exercise that I do with couples that I will give just mumbo jumbo words and they have to put it in order. It's important to them. And so money for one person was at number three, for the other person was at number 10. So we're having these discussions and I gave them a book to read, all right? I gave them Think and Grow. And today I was having a conversation with a person and he said, Mr. Green, but grew up with the poor father's mentality all of my life. Nobody has taught me that we can be wealthy. Nobody has taught me that there are simple principles that we can put in place when I have to go road You understand? So again, it comes back to, to educating, educating our men because they learn different from the little girls, right? Teaching them what is expected of them and teaching them that the, the external does not uh, or do not have to determine their future, all right? So again, I am still holding on to, if we go back to real look 
education, the importance that education has. Because a person who understands their worth probably more than likely is not going to choose that he's at the age of he's going to take come and not plant that in front of them. So that's my take on Right, Dawn, I want to thank you so much. I know that you have to do what you have to do. The conversation continues uh, right here. I'm going to try and get Luke George on the line. Dawn, I will see and talk to you soon, so take care. The Singles Live on the Nation's School at School, 97 FM. Tonight's topic, one that is uh, hmm, eye-opening again. Um, full of variables, but let us continue. Luke, George, how are you doing? I'm good. Happy New Year. Sa- <laughs> same to you, too. Dr. Jeffries. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you were listening. Yeah, I, I heard I heard um, the, the last part of, of it. I don't know why you were getting it, but I'm happy. You have gotten me. I, I heard the last part of it. Um, agree in some sense, disagree in some sense, but the truth of the matter is that it's food for thought and we need to dissect it and come up with a broader strategy. We have to re-engage our people because the truth of the matter is that we are crime fears, crime fear, and that we have not given our people a lot of hope <laughs> in this this um, in this the same. So I will agree with that statement that I heard once in a movie, happily ever after. If you suffer your people to be ill-educated and their manners corrupted from infancy, and then you punish them for the crime for which their first education disposed them, what else can you conclude? You first make teeth and then you punish them. In other words, crime came in the 60s with the Edward Philip uh, Siaga. We have never really spoken about it because these are honorable men. Um, in the 60s, coming up to the 70s, responded by Dudley Thompson, the history will record, and D.K. Duncan. And the rest is history. Then we started to create gangs which were similar to a plantocracy. You basically have the slave owner, then you have the strongman in place. And that man is supposed to keep discipline. And then you had the working people where those were there in and out to basically provide the slave master with what he needs, what his fear of influence and power is going to be. The society has not moved away from that construct. If you look at it, when them have the independent celebration, the VIP go over into grandstand <laughs> and the poor people sit in bleachers. So we know our place in society. Mm-hmm. Yet still, we talk about leadership that, as, as my sister said, the church plays a part in it, but it's also one of the most liberating places, depending on the dynamics of it. Because we can't forget that two of our national heroes were church leaders, um, Sam Jacques and Paul Boger, and they're, by virtue of standing up, and to some extent, George William God, by standing up, they basically create an awareness of people's responsibility. Um, it is sad that we don't have good family structures mm-hmm. because what it is replaced with now is this image of when I go to school, I know I can't read and write. I mean, go from Miss Brown Basic School to um, 
And you know, I'm going to go to one of the secondary schools like Kingston High, where we already have made a pronouncement. That is where the don't pick them go. And the, the teachers are not motivated because they have to, they're dealing with the roughest set of students. And you, you, you don't have any real projection of you coming out to be anything great that you can be proud of yourself. And your parents don't come to school, they don't check up on you because basically it's almost like your future is already imprinted that you're not come out to not good. And worse when you're black sometimes, you hear that we still are saying in Jamaica that when they tell you, when you're black, you're not good. It's very difficult for what our young people have to then analyze. But one thing I can tell you, there is no prejudgment to becoming a member of a gang. <laughs> you can't go lower that. There is no law there. You just come in and you perform your duty based on how you become a killy-killy. Um, then you are accepted and you are given a certain rank, right? And that is when you look at how a Mr. Warmington can go to politics and totally disrespect anybody more for disrespect. Or when you hear the parliamentarians tearing each other apart, similar to the religious churches, there is no piety because when them get together in small circles, they tear each other apart. We have created too much noise in the communication so our young people are saying, well, we, we're confused because there's no clear directive. There's no mm -hmm. real mandate to follow. So we choose the side that is easy for us and unfortunately as your as your guest rightfully say crime is the biggest pain industry in the country and there is no political our people's will to dis dismantle it it takes care of the ordinary people on the street better than a politician will ever be able to respond a politician will never have as much resources in this new dispensation because Young leaders have organized themselves. And one of the things is that we need to stop talking about them as not playing a part if we are going to rebuild this broken but promising society. Because the, even today somebody said to me, if Dudos was still here, the crime rate would not have been as high as it is. <laughs> and the person went on to say he would have been more than happy to campaign for Dudus becoming Prime Minister because <laughs> Dudus had a lot of insight and vision that is not shared by our aristocracy. So I believe that, yes, crime is invented in the upper echelon of society. Um, poor people don't have no money for bike or and bring in. The, the fine at Monster Road, the shooting at the police out at training school, somebody must have been carrying in live roads, but they're carrying it in with the dummy roads so that they can capitalize on it. So, this, and you can't fool young people now. That is the problem, you know, and Jeffrey. You can't fool the young people there because they are close to information. They get involved mm -hmm. in the politics. They go into the dancehall sector. And a lot of the conversation happens there where people of 
uh, from the upper echelons of society names are called as to what their involvement is. Mm-hmm. There is a correlation between politics and 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 and, 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 and that the dance. Mm-hmm. When Mr. Golden daughter was robbed, she got back everything because you call the man from the underworld, the right man from the underworld, and he sends a strong message and the underworld responds. So there is no time soon that we are going to break the glass ceiling uh, because we don't have a lot of people as we now dress them up and call them educated fools who really want to see the thing change because Look here, man. If you if you have ever experienced real poverty, the children when them start to make them money, the man them get to another psychological level where them go party, go straight champagne for them one another. That in and of itself is an accomplishment. When you can tear up a thousand US dollar, the boy will come from down a Macaulay can tear up a thousand US dollar. Can you imagine your walk from absolute poverty to the point where you now feel you feel so empowered? Empowered. Mm-hmm. And then, what you think are gonna happen? What you think are gonna happen? Ima Ima go continue to feel that greed, and then the next little man in the community, I go say, boy, if Harry can do it, he, he can, can do, do it too. Because it don't require that me have to go sit down up a one place university. Four years to get her first degree, and then when they come out, it may not know nobody, which is an absolute insult to the human being in your society, the most important capital of the society. That if me not know Anne Jeffrey, hmm. a little boy will come from down at Jonestown or out at Tivali, nobody is going to give me a chance. It still means that I'm not good enough. And I agree with her. We undervalue the Jamaican people too much. We are mm-hmm. as undervalued as the depreciated um, dollar. dollar. Mm-hmm. But, but then there is the seriousness, you know, that have we ever looked at our economics? What we talk about economics, Nigel Clark can talk it till the cow them come home. He has not a clue that half of the people and Jadet on the National Health Service will never take their medication because they will go up to an empty place. And every five years, he will prostitute the people, right? He came on national television the other day talking about, oh, I went to England and I went to the Clark store and they said, I'm not using cash anymore. Unfortunately, how much for one Clark? <laughs> One class can start you from fifteen to thirty thousand. Mm. How many Jamaicans have that? Because even you and Jeffrey understand what it means to be a working poor because they have not created the economy that says and Jeffrey who went and got all these education from the university must now get equal pay to our male counterpart because she has qualified herself. So we we have not valued the Jamaican people. Right? We have a poor education system that nobody ever wants to really fix. We have a poor health system nobody really wants to fix. We have a poor, we have a poor economic system that really nobody wants to fix because the people in the country to. are feeling it. If I'm lying, when you go to the grocery, could you buy what you bought 10 years ago with the same money that you're nope. earning and still be able to provide meaningfully for your family? 
if and Jeffrey can do that, then Luke George can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Carlin, what's your, what's your, but George, let me tell you something. You, you know, me just love you because you just say it as is. You just say it as it and you have dissected it well. You have dissected it well. And I think Maxine, George hit the nail on the head, the enablers, and it all boils back down to the enablers. And who are our young people um, modeling? Do, who are they? There are 15 gangs in Kingston. Several belong to the JLP, you know, and eight belong to the PMP, you know, and it has not changed from the 60s till now. It has not changed. Look at that serious influence. Shower Pasty is one of the biggest international groups. And, 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 and their, their, their mechanism of reinventing themselves and surviving while they leave their community in adverse poverty, but them send back God. And my brothers, if you're not here on the radio tonight, if a man said, yeah, God, Give it to Andrew Oldness who came up with that ridiculous idea. Oh, give me a gun and I'll give you the money for buy a new gun. <laughs> no! My brother, my brother, you have to think out of the box. You have to create a space in which you can go in and start to reason. So when Camilla gave you $10 million to underdeprived youth in the White House, I only some Jamaican know it. You're going to take that $10 million then now and you're going to do what is called the National um, Youth Service Improvement Development Foundation. And you're going to go in and you're going to create a space where you can assess a youth and see mm-hmm. capability and start strengthening for the export market. Because Jamaica, may I tell you, everybody now has international program and million more people find money for God. Man, I got the border four times for 600000 so it means that once the people are motivated to a vision of themselves, that means that they will create the health, the wealth, and that sort of happiness that they have not experienced. Mm-hmm. You can inspire your people to begin again to see a one vision of Jamaica where we are, we, 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 we can live, work, and, and run with business. You understand? Because crime and poverty have, a, have, a, have, have an integral um, um, relationship. And you know, understand why with all of the study that the Herbert Gill, the Barry Chevan, um, Dr. Hutton, um, when you look for my friend over there in a criminal, with all of them said, why are we still struggling to come to some level of resolve that we can start to create communi- holistic community? For instance, I believe in every community now you must have a mood garden. You must have a space where you can go, go here like a water trickle. And then just the water where I run out of your yard. Mm-hmm. And you can sit in there and then you can center yourself. You can center yourself so you can have some meditation going on in there. You can have exercise going on in there. I believe that you have to create communities again, that you have community councils and you don't depend on the political directorate to decide the fate of the community, but you empower the people to take matters into their own hands. And one of the worst things could have happened in other country, my sister, 
when you go talk about infama for dead. You basically are saying, no, let us cover our sins and shame mm-hmm. while we carry out atrocity and our people for our own ill gain. You know where everybody wants to now as youth in a inner city lodge because them ears say it's a brotherhood that you can mm-hmm. get rich and they will take care of you mm-hmm. and then you know that you have these um, stories that go with it in the lodge, you do this, you do that. But everybody, almost every inner city you know, are we are lodging. In the know why I'm aware, but it just here say this is the way to go because people are looking for a sense of belonging, quality of life, quality of life. That is it. Mm-hmm. That is it. Currently, quality of life. Of life. That's, a, that's what I was saying to Joy that it is more. It's more than just food, clothing, and shelter. No. It is more than that. No. People's me, quality of life needs to be improved. Me, look, mm-hmm. you don't want to go to. We, our politicians, must go to KPH. And see the condition in which your people. And when, if you lie down in a KPH like me, and last in a, I went, you may lie down a KPH. Before Christmas. And me, 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 and me, I tell you, say, the fear. But to go in at the bathroom itself, you can imagine you have to keep your urine and your feces and have to climb two flights of stairs to go to another floor to use the bathroom because of the poor condition that is in. And Prince come, and you dare go pick up the front part of KPH <laughs> because you have no comprehensive plan to ever fix it. And you need to change your health system. You need to basically change your health system. And you're down there, and the nurse, them feel, them feel undervalued. Mm-hmm. The poor doctor, them feel undervalued. Because when the, con- when the consultant, them come, how them deal with the new student, them, it's like them never ever did for going on medicine. So everywhere we go, we see that we undervalue our people, and, 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 and we don't celebrate when you hear uh, my virgin from that's what say him come down here and him try to help because when him see the medical malpractices that take place down here it's out of this world they just had a diaspora education conference one of the people who came got sick and the people had to call me and I had to call somebody else to call somebody else because the man was up at you and wanted to know what was happening to him never wanted to die and leave him children and I had to call somebody and then when we finally got to the the, 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 the chief operating officer at UA and the man took a personal interest in it. It changed. That shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the people in the system that are clogging it need to exit. You're really not adding value because I should be in the hospital and if I beg the doctor them to let me up, I literally tell them to me, go, go, I'm go dead. Because I'm not staying there any longer. I didn't... I, I, a man... Two beds from me is screaming. And I said to our nurse, you sure he's not in pain? I should say, but it's not your business, sir. And the man is sweating perfectly, and I'm getting up off of my bed. And she's shouting after me, don't go down there. It's not your patient. Don't go down there. And I watched that man died. I was going to sit down and stay there and become the next act of his alarm. But it made it go in there and name Andrew Olney. I made it relate to Juliet. 
And I relate to Mark Golden with the right color. Them will treat me like a better car when they're here and my sophisticated friend like Anne Jeffers come look for me. Them that ship and shape up. Attitude would be so much in. And Anne, that is what every young people in the inner city know. Yeah. From the day they were born, there was no value on their life, unfortunately. The few who got out still have that mental stigma that they are secondary. You understand? Fight, we have to, somehow we have to fight after feeling the of inferior complexes. Flex, yes. Right. We have to fight it off. Need the and need to belong. Be good? You see, if you don't have one like a picnic and do interaction, like when Betty and Blaine started the mentorship program, and we we we, we got meet new people where to them come from humble beginnings and you know, but still have a prayer still for all um, the young lady at SSL because her father was my mentor. And when me hear people come by here, they are trashed out the man said, well, it could be very well true that he was having an affair with the helper. And then me look for him that I do. Me have to say to myself, say, Jaja, anybody can be influenced by greed. Because now, what is fueling all of what we think is going to bring us comfort is the greed because the truth of the matter mm-hmm. and for me to even get a chance to date her and Jeffrey I have to come damn good I can't just be the juice man or the the handcart boy where bring joy to people set up my chart good and go down make a hustling in in the fear of things and Jeffrey and a little judge who can't come together so the class system it's another thing. Mm-hmm. A, thought, a block to what is the possibility of every Jamaican being valued, regardless of class, color, or creed. creed. George, I want you to hold that thought. We are going to take a break, and then when we come back, I know that Dre wanted to say something, and also, yeah, no, (laughs) if you didn't, then you wouldn't be here. If you didn't, then you wouldn't be here because you are just putting everything in context, and we're hearing all the different aspects of what. Yes, you are valued. (laughs) Yes, you are valued. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Cool 97. Radio. The Singles Live on the Nation School at Cool 97 FM. A very big, big topic tonight. A big satellite big no more. Um, a topic that... Boy should be discussed on a regular basis so that we can come up with some well. As Joy said, there are some people who really and truly don't want to fix crime because crime is a multi-million dollar business. And um, there are persons who are actually benefiting uh, from this. Um, So let me just look at some of the texts that are coming through for those persons who are just joining us now we're looking at the topic is poverty the source of crime deviant behaviors and sexual violence and uh, janice how you doing she's saying joblessness can be a contributing factor so can the lack of good family values there are so many things and that um that can be contributing to crime um, 
Maxine again is saying, boy, um, good good contacts and strong money at that run things in Jamaica. Dre, you wanted to say something? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're marveled at the findings that no, we're... That no, we're... no, no, no. Um, there's a, I, I do want to say something, but it may have already been answered. Um... So with some of the points that um, the good gentleman was just saying, I <clears throat> I wanted to say that uh, you know we hold ourselves down mm-hmm. as 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 people um, as as a people. Um, you know everybody always fighting against somebody or <clears throat> not respecting somebody because of their class or you know yeah because of their class Mm -hmm. because of their status um and i can't understand why um i can't understand why you know john from joblin or let me not let me not call any specific places but i can't understand why john from rondeso um would you know not show any dis any respect to um George from Rondeso. But if Mark from Up come in is a total different thing. You don't know Mark. Mark don't know you, but you know you know George. So why 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 treat them differently just because Mark live up there and Mark have a certain status? You know, it's the same it's the same um case of going into the bank or the tax office or wherever wherever. um yeah it comes back to the same thing about contacts and you know who um you know who know who who know who Mm -hmm. and whatever i don't see why i need to go to one of these places and be and be met with disrespect sim you know simply because when i name mark i come in i ask a question you answer the question you know, respectfully. You don't show me an attitude or nothing like that. Or you don't take your sweet time and say, yeah, man, him can't wait. Like, why are we treating, treating each, other. each other like that? You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. And I believe things like that aids in the whole... Criminal you know, activities. In the whole crime thing, because then I'm going to really feel respected or I'm going to need for respect him. Just you know, one of my takes. Carlin, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to need counseling after this show. <laughs> I feel like you know, seriously, I feel like I'm. I know, to, I, I know how you feel. I feel like I'm going to need counseling because I listen first. I listened to Dawn, and she said education, and Dawn, I'm with you on that. But I don't want people to think that education means getting a degree. You know, passing pep, because those of us who are in teaching, who have teacher training, know about what is called the affective domain. People don't. I don't, I don't believe that as a country we talk about it enough. What does the affective domain do in teaching? Is teaching, and this is something that all teachers who are trained teachers know about, where we look at changing the values and the attitudes and the behavior. Mm-hmm. It's a core part of teaching. And what has happened is that sometimes we get so bogged down with, you know, passing these exams exactly. and finishing the curriculum that sometimes 
in this very harsh capitalist society we forget about taking care of ourselves and the people and treating each other well and that is something that you were alluding to Dre. why do we treat each other the way we do because we were not properly taught that we're supposed to treat people well and i don't know if george said it or Dre said it you george you grow up with a sense of understood inferiority so i am black i'm dark-skinned therefore i've been treated poorly so everybody else who is dark-skinned they are inferior too why should i respect you when you come into the tax office and respect is only linked to your socioeconomic status and your color so when i see a light-skinned person coming i'm going to run up and down and act like i'm an idiot because i have to do my best job mm -hmm. but when somebody looks like me it is a cry for help you know when somebody looks like me they are immediately labeled as less than and we it, it makes us feel powerful but it is an inherent well it's a loud scream when i treat somebody who looks like me poorly i am declaring that i don't like myself and we have not passed that and it's so many things now because we have to look at colorism and colonization and capitalism it is really a messy situation so what do we do from here the first thing I started out with saying the affective domain. I think as an education system, we know that we need the resources. Definitely. It's a mess. We need more resources. But we also need support. We need to focus. We're now looking at civics and garvism. But the affective domain, we have to push it more. Another thing we have to look at is the reinforcements. There is a thing, um, George said it, like if you come from a certain community, you are labeled as a thief or you're labeled as a whatever no, it is. No, no reach nowhere. No reach nowhere. Mm -hmm. Right. No, what happens is it's a real thing. It is called secondary deviance. So what it is, is it the primary deviance, let us say you're a little, right? And you steal a bag juice and your parents beat you. Or you still you do you know, something small and you, you know you go jail for like a month, I don't know, whatever it is. Everybody now says, Oh, you know, them people that them come from that community, therefore they're a thief. You know what happened? That is your primary deviance. You know what happens after that? You accept that label because now you firmly believe that you know what are true there's no other thing for me i am really a crook therefore i'm just going to what else is there for me to do the society is telling me that you know, and that is why etana had to make that song that her address she knew that you know in the song that listen if i have this address i'm going to be labeled so it, 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 in order for me to shed that burden i'm going to have to pretend i'm from a different address or I'm going to have to accept my label. So that's the first thing. We need to we need to tidy up all those things that are feeding into this inferiority complex. And they believe it. Dre, they believe it. You see that song, Dunch Check, and other songs like that? Those songs are a cry for help, you know. It, 
A song like Don't Check is a cry for help. It is an it is a self-acknowledgement that I am not doing well. I don't have support systems. The society keeps on beating me. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to repackage my stupidity and make it popular. That is where we are in the society. I'm going to rebrand dunceness and stupidity and I'm going to make it popular because I cannot find another way out. We're in a serious trouble. And the, and the religions, not just Christianity, no, all the religions cannot be a, a list of things that the church leaders, the religious leaders present to us. And I don't want the worst thing anybody can say to me is pastor say. I hate it. I mean, want nobody say pastor to me, none at all. I want the churches, religious leaders, everybody, regardless of the religious the religion, to say, listen, we are having a discussion. What principles from this religion can help us to move the society forward? forward. Mm-hmm. And why? Not just because the Ten Commandments say so. Let us have a let us analyze these commandments. Why is it, right, that you have you see when you look at the Ten Commandments? Drake, mm-hmm. you find versions of the Ten Commandments in several religions. It's very much so. Yeah, yeah. And a lot wording. of people are afraid to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Fair, different, wording. different wording, but it's mm-hmm. the same, same thing. thing. You mm-hmm. know why? Because we inherently know as humans what is good. Yeah. We know what is good. That is why all the religions echo the same things. So. That's so fast, that's it. I don't want to me and God good. God will talk to me directly. Not not do me. This this dependence that we have on these structures that are not serving us. I agree with George and I agree with Don. But George, I we need a we need a collective vision and consciousness that is not only on paper. Uh, look here, look here, my sister. Mm. Yes. The, the truth of the matter, you know, mm. religious leaders are just as power hungry as the rest of the society. What? You know? Exactly. We're exactly for change. They have the same need. See? So a man go to a church and the, the family recognize that he mental, have a mental illness. He take up in two care the pastor. The father said, no, 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 no. Don't take the cards because I don't think my son is well. The leader said, oh, God bless him. No, sir, you're just greedy. You did just bad man and they want the boy to care. So that's how you did start church. The truth of the matter is that it was those wholesome discussions that we used to have mm. around the dinner table where we share a common mindset that we have stopped. We have stopped inviting people because you go if you go to a church like Gina Jennings where Gina is going to brainwash your car, he know everything about God. The man got have regular conversation. Nobody's not talking to God. So I may not even listen to Gina Jennings. I don't mean, want nobody come disrupt my peace of mind. Right? The fundamental principle that anybody must take away from the Bible, do to others as you do to yourself. It is the most fundamental principle in making sure that you keep yourself in check. I agree with you, my sister. It's in several religions. Again, to the fact that I am also born in a home Mm. to two people who never did warming on at all. (laughs) 
and made no provision for my arrival, but they will be very happy when my dad to keep big funeral for me because <laughs> you ever see the size of the package of the funeral now? A, a double, a single hole out of, um, out of, met, out of Dovecot is 280. And people are clamoring because it tells them that if you get a single hole, you're getting the respect that mm-hmm. you didn't get in life. Mm-hmm. So, you're dead poor, but me know why you go sleep on people on top of your car. When me, you're dead, you're dead. Me have to that, you know, that one. But you're dead so hungry after you bury the person. And it goes again to the fact that, yes, I agree with you that those essential things need to be established, or we feel about ourselves. Educators have to rebrand education to, mm-hmm. again, make sure that they can reach those that are the undesirable. And, and Jeffrey, to bring up point here, you know, my sister died in 2010. She was a janitor at North Street Primary School. And today, the ministry gave a commitment of 150000 And Tranquility just wrote out to say that they will have to take lawsuit. Mr. Siago died. We can't even see inside of the box. And we spend millions of dollars. So the society fundamentally has to change its construct. I remember one of the things that really inspired me to do community work and try to talk to people was the murder of six people on, you know, partly in a hundred days. The partly man, them murdered the people, them in a daylight, pitney, mother and children. And I'm saying, when did we get to the stage that our compassion is so far removed? But as you rightfully said, the Bible of a scripture was saying, you know, even the poor neighbor hated him, you know. So I can understand when you say it is so true. The old construction of being black comes with so much negativity. That, just as we see one next black somebody, automatically we start dissect them and we, we start to decide which, which category of the black makes them falling. And we have to deconstruct that because mm-hmm. the society cannot continue to perpetuate the system of social and economic if we're ever going to have a vision 2030. So I will ask the Prime Minister, as a young youth, take a page from Michael Malley, and I preach politics to you when he started the first Labour Day. Get the country work for Prime Minister, but you have to take that leap of faith. Stop the negative things that will come out about you and your involvement in certain things. Reach young people, yes. And sometimes what they're hearing is secondary information that they don't know to be true. It is alleged, but that is what them believe about you. Everybody know when you said Juliet told it, them tell it, I want bad girl, I should bother them, push it. And when them say it, them say it with this accent. I know Juliet backs people in Africa. That is alleged. I don't know. She never backs me. But <laughs> leaders of the country, people know on the business, whether only in a church, politics, Community development, private sector. People in the private sector know uh, Mr. Jarrett should have been president, but when Chris Zaka come, then push him out. A private sector people thought that in a public. Jarrett, Zaka had the color. We need to stop them things. Because if Jarrett sit down there and did a produce, you need to reward the man for where him do. And we must talk the truth. So we need to get to this part in the country and like South Africa where we have the truth and reconciliation. We don't know who are going to start it because everybody don't want to talk the truth because again, me believe that. Me look judge could believe that. 
crime is the biggest pain industry in here, and everybody we we hire from commissioner to 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 to, to lady of police, everybody know how it go, mm-hmm. and some people just have to keep quiet to get the case benefit and for Mm-hmm. Gene and Pantan couldn't tease so much money. They want the SBI come out and finally break it. Did you remember Aunt Jeffrey that there were three ministers that their visa was stripped and the United States created a comprehensive report as to what happened to Mr. Vaz's visa, why it was taken, Mr. Robert's visa, why it was taken, Mr. Phillips' visa, why it was taken. And the country did not ask to our leadership Come and tell us why the United States have contemptuous issue with these people. There are inconsistencies to what is going on, and I'm telling you, my sister, it is us. It is left to you and everybody in our studio here to start going around and having small conversations. We might be the next freedom riders. Uh, um, for this dispensation, but if we continue, if we just have it on a Thursday night and uh, we don't move it to the community, showing correlation, if we don't make it cancer, and if we don't do this now, sooner or later, no, now we can't live in Jamaica. We are for that one gun. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm just breathing. Yes. Al Miller had a gun, but no, he speaks to the Lord. Yes. Yes. I'm in mean, no God. I'm in mean, a close to blood like I. <laughs> Reverend, I'm mean, love it all. I'm potentially have no God. I'm Bishop Harold Blair and should have no God. Mm. Wrong message or not. So. Ten. The messages. The powers mm. of the Almighty. You see, you see, you see, you see, you see where all of this is going. The messages that we're sending to our youngsters. Yeah, Who man. are they modeling? What are okay. we reinforcing? What are we reinforcing? What are their needs? That is it, you know, the needs. And the needs, as I said before, is way beyond food, clothing, and shelter. The need to belong. The need to be accepted. Uh, anybody eat me for my views? Look here, me already. I eat my banana when me grow. So I'm not coming out of the yard from big or anything. Only need for leg of the people them now. You know, it is um, sad. It I... is sad that our, and our young people them can have a reason. Every reason turn out. You know, when when I saw that incident of the boys down at Denham Town, I said to myself, I said, Jaja, them, them youth lose them ability for compassion. Mm-hmm. And then when a man I said to myself, the, the, boy, the boy had an incident the Monday, he beat the youth the Wednesday and go back the Thursday or Friday. His father, his grandfather was a good man. His father was a We're in the intake sheet. I'm a friend who is the educator said, did we take this into consideration? We have an upper camp where we don't fight. We not fighting a no worker. We not have no clearance eminent. Eminent we are come attack with. Why are we not using what we have to deal with the some of the hardcore the people that we institutionalize them with the intent? And yet do you know what some of these young people who are recruited to camp tell me? Upper camp is one of the most wickedest institutions that God has ever put, put in this country. And that is what young people are walking away with. How they are treated up there. How, you know, when you look at the, 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 the Department of Medicine and just think about this young, bright, inner city girl, young, bright, inner city youth, and somebody has said to yourself, 
because it's seven million dollars to study a triangle. We are not hope restorers. We are not destiny builders anymore. You know. We have become human person. We are like a malignant cancer mm-hmm. on the society. Only the few reap and the resource so only can reap and only laugh off our suffering. And I believe that if this is the country of God, the people are going to rise up in insurrection. And when that comes, that what me want, you know, when me, and that me want. But if it takes that for people to liberate themselves from the ideology of PMP and JLP that has just <coughs> played up every five years. Yes, we have achieved some things, but we could have achieved more. If when Norman created the welfare center, which is now okay, SEC, which is that, mm-hmm. which is which is which, which has lost division, where he basically encouraged those who have the ability to help those and to come up, man, we would have been far. When me look for me and Matley man, me have to say, I see look like I the new leader for the World Caribbean. Whether them, <laughs> whether you know like her or not, but like the fact that she she speak it as it is. We need to have more people like the Anne Jeffrey that our people can emulate than this man that tell them when the next time I'm hungry as a seven nine police out a road a side crime. Come on and our artists need to take responsibility for the subliminal messages that they are sending to our young people who cannot think fully for themselves. You have to take part at this too. Mm-hmm. Dre, as we're getting ready to wrap with uh, Luke George, because I have Fabian who's going to come and smooth <laughs> things no, out. Call, call Fabian. <laughs> Dre said, <Yes. laughs> they're ready for therapy now, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Dre, you wanted to say something. Uh, no, no, it was it was wrapped up in what he it was wrapped up in what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. George, is there anything else that you? I was, I was I was alluding to what you know what he said. What he's um, saying that I feel like we we need to take charge. I, I feel like we as a people we need to have you know the <clears throat> politicians have them accountable for things. I think things just get passed over and nobody says anything. Mm-hmm. I remember when. Um, I remember when I was in primary school, I think it was, and the gas prices soared, and there was that riot. That was in primary school, too. You were in, yeah, and, I, and, and up to this day, I see things happening that are way worse than that. And, and, I'm, and, and I'm wondering, where is that energy? Where You know where it is? We're tired. Being more like beaten down, hopeless, hopeless, a sense of hopelessness, a sense of hopelessness and depression. We need to, when you you get up and talk like Anna, my sister, and you, them start to dislike you because you are the odd one out because you come to disrupt the The circle of evil with them in there. Look at them, evil, these people are just dumb right in, and they're not afraid. They are not afraid. Look, you have a man in a parliament now, you know, where everybody are calling you know, um, Dr. Evelyn, you know, and they, 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 them love Warmington, you know, because Warmington just demolish everybody where you know, like Lisa, Jezebel, Bruce, Astellout, Mark, the wrong color, I forgot back to England. 
and it's cool. We don't have a sense of accountability and decency. Then how are we going to impress upon young people about values and attitudes? How do we then say to them, resolve your difference without getting to the tearing down and the stigma and mm. the, the, the hurt words? And it looked like him can't go nowhere because right now he's in the office of the Prime Minister. So national disgrace is in the office of the Prime Minister. And then you're going to ask the young people to really think about it. And then when you look at crime, why do I want to be a criminal? Because when Warmington come and I have my matic, he can't chat to me the same way. That gun equates him to the fact that he has to now understand he doesn't carry more weight than me. And that is what you need to get out of. That is the respect that we must restore in this country. The dignity of the country is that we must stop selling our people on a healthy diet of disrespect, <coughs> devaluation, and lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. Let's get it together. Jamaican, we can. We are the country of one love. We create the best music. And look, on the rap, you see in board. Board, me sorry. Me sorry for your number, brother. Just for check your money, because I check my two dollars when we have. <laughs> but when the bank did institute that we have to pay them to change the check, that's inhumane. Because sometimes the little $300 is the what after we don't pay the bill, and that have to buy the little rice and the two to not flash out. Mm -hmm. No, you can't buy flash out. Come on, and let's get it together. I think that we are brilliant people in this country. Look how brilliant you have this conversation. And I think that we need to take it on the road where we call Jamaicans to stir, respond to duties called. And when we did that at the National Pledge, I think it says that we mistreat me, loyalty, and whatever. We must work it to the better service of my fellow human beings. We need to ignite a service of love, care, and compassion. And trust me, it might sound like a a, a philosophy where I come out of some book, but it's not that hard, you know, my brother. It's not that hard for a changes. We have to stop giving our power to these people. Take back your power. Take back your power. I can't come out of the program now. Take back your power. We all have the ability to inspire, create, achieve, and nurture. I can. Let's go out there and begin to change the state that we. We work, play, and raise your family. Love you, Dr. Jeffrey. <laughs> you know, I hear your aspiring theories. I know that Muslow will be delighted to know that you came and you have edified his theory. Love you, my panelists. Love you, my brother. One love, one heart. Let's get together and be all right. Thank you so much, <laughs> Luke, George, and take care. Singles live on the nation school at School 97 FM. Zen moment. We're going to take a short break and then let me touch base with uh, Fabian to see what he has to add to this conversation. Um, <laughs> oh dear. Maho is saying they don't like what they're hearing, so they cut us off. <laughs> um, so we're off air, but that's okay. We'll sue. That it's coming back up. It's coming back up. And I understand why that would happen. And you're maybe absolutely right. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Cool 97. Radio.
The singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. So, as we are getting ready to wind things down, who better to wrap things up than Fabian Thomas? Boy, Fabian, you're there? Fabian? Yes, I'm here. You hearing me? Yes, I am hearing yes. you. How are you? I am good. Are you are you guys on air? Because I was listening and then it went off air. Yes. Um. You're back. <laughs> Te- technical difficulty. Technical. Due to technical. As our African American brethren say, well, what had happened was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's it. Um, may not come back up until uh, the technicians come in um, in the morning. So we're literally stuck with persons listening, although other, um, maybe via the radio or otherwise. Right. Should be back up now. No, yeah, but I don't think it's coming back up as yet. It should be? Yeah, man. It, it says recording. It, it, it's showing um, latest recording, so they're going to hear something that was done previously. Yes, you know, this thing, precious and few are the most. Right, so it's previous recording, Joe. It's not playing, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, George was in earlier. We had uh, uh, Dawn Petgrave. Uh, right. right, and now Fabian, what is your take on the situation? And I just wanted to kind of just give us persons out there a sense of hope because we're coming out of this conversation to say, listen, it, it is not poverty. It is not poverty, but the, the need to belong. Yeah, it's the poverty in isolation. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things, it, I'm very present and aware to the fact that we are still in what I call COVID PTSD. We are recovering. We are in trauma. We are healing. We're trying to find back our footing. And then, as Bob says, so much trouble in the world. From wars and rumors of war, crime and violence and corruption, violence in schools, teachers are dropped down. Some of them are dead from the school compound. Ministry of Education says nothing. You know, the latest solution to the, the issues of antisocial behavior in school is to really introduce civics that the Ministry of Education took out several years ago. So they brought it back, but not giving the schools any <laughs> teachers to teach that civics. So the reality is we cannot wait on our so-called leaders, religious leaders, or anybody else. We have to find however many of them are about the real deal, about making a difference, and effect changes in the spaces where we have influence. So how are we talking to each other? How are we are dealing with the youth panicana? How we are dealing with the person in the in the in the office who can't read and write so well. What kind of conversations are we having about hope and possibility and what are we believing for ourselves? So young people in particular, it can't it can't be business as usual. Mm-hmm. The reality is we have some young people who literally missed two years of school 
they did not log on at one time in the online period. What's the plan for them? There has to be a plan and a segment. And as was pushed on earlier, who joined gang while they were off? Who got pregnant? Who got who got trafficked? Who started to work? Who have them gathering to protect them from evil and ready to defend it? And then the who is in the school as we know, who's in a gang, whose father was a gunman, who would tell a teacher, if you look at me too hard, the uncle come down and come shoot you. Because there are some teachers in some schools who need to be legitimately afraid of students. So we have to find a way, find spaces, talk sure of ourselves, look after ourselves and love ourselves, but also look at what is my trod. When I'm navigating the universe on my living day, what impact am I leaving? How am I speaking to people? How am I showing up in the world? Am I standing up for justice? Am I really showing up in love? What, how are people experiencing me in a real, real way? And even supporting those of us, you know, people in our spaces who we know are doing this kind of work, community development work, healing work, trauma work, teaching. Because there's, there, just like in any profession, you have some village people, some people who are tired, who are defending them pension, I should have gone home a long time. But you have so many teachers who are passionate, who are going above and beyond, who are dealing with the students nobody else don't want to deal with, who are feeding them, clothing them, doing extra lessons for free. We have to find a way to support those people. And it would be nice if they can support monetarily, but sometimes with just acknowledgement, Mm-hmm. Assistance. What can we do in our community? I say to people, you know, you may not have a great time in your school, but what can you go back and do? What can you contribute to your school so it can be better? So it can grow. And then some larger conversation, somebody mentioned it early. Our revolutionary spirit has died. Stone hmm. butt. Dead. That is sharp. That's struggling. That's not in our life again. Marcus Magaya Garvey. Yeah, we knew that he was the first national hero, but a lot of us, if it don't affect us directly, we're not really business. And I remember as I remember that gas tag. I was a little older than Gray. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And people decide to. This nothing. We used to have that, but we don't anymore. We kind of roll over things, things like seven day wonder. We chat about them, talk about them on social media, and then we move on. But we're still picking at people's hair. Mm. If you have black hair, you can't wear tiny bum. You can't, but other people with different kind of hair can have the ear down on them back and even die. In school, amen. But the black girls and the black boys, black was two inches. How is it that what is growing out of a child's head 
is more important than what is in their soul. That's where we reach. That's where our education system reach. We are more a sister of mine who teaches at a school where she's dealing with children with special needs. Mm-hmm. Love, which is a class of boys. And when you hear how she has to advocate and sometimes kind of song against the principal who wants to dismiss these students. She was recently told, she wrote on a young man's report that he is a leader and a, a positive influence on his peers. The principal asked her, how can he be a positive influence and he needs a haircut? Please change his comment. <laughs> So because in her estimation, he needs a haircut, he can't be a positive influence. And when we hear what some teachers get out of students who people discard, because as you say, here's the basic thing we want to be seen, heard, mm-hmm. and valued. Yeah, those three things. And in classrooms and spaces where people feel that, they show differently. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to see the spark in them before they even see it. So it's that thing of we have to in our spaces. Because I have to say, I'm, I'm saddened and disappointed when I listen to some of our so-called leaders. And I think we can't live, we can't rely on them. We have to do it. We have to pull together. When we know somebody needs a family, a group of students, if I don't have it, I have to call on some friends. And if, I, if I know some educators, facilitators, I say, what can we do? Can they give two hours here? Because we have to turn the tide. One of the things I have to say gives me hope is I see young people making some different choices. I see young people pushing through poverty, pushing through trauma, pushing through rape, pushing through molestation, pushing through not having books, but showing up, asking for help. And I see them banding together and creating things. They might work with each other. Some of the nitpicking and inside fighting that we older heads are doing, some of these younger people are realizing. But if John knew this, and Mary can do this, and Tom can do this. Why we can work on something together? So we all benefit. And they're pooling their efforts, and they're sitting outside the box, amidst all what's going on. And even not so young people, there are, you know, when you look at how early some Jamaicans get up to touch with the world, we have to start to celebrate more of what is right with Jamaica. We have to big up more of the positive energy. But then also say, okay, since there's this gap with this thing over here, what can we do? Because when teachers tell you the amount of students who come to school without breakfast, how much are they learning is them hungry? And some of them is because there is no money, but some of them, they rush to get to the house. So a lot of parents 
So people were talking before, and it's, uh, it makes me smile all the time because things sometimes must change. So when all some of our mothers, our grandmothers, were stay-at-home parents, they got up and cooked breakfast. But now, in some homes, everybody rushing out to the house to go to work or school. So sometimes they set up a system where they rotate. You know, this one of the family, cook this morning or make sandwich. But some people, it's grab what you can. <laughs> because we're all heading out and I can't believe for work and I have to drop you off to the bus stop or you walk into the bus stop on your own. So some kids tell you breakfast is not a thing in their house. So when they come to school, by the, by the time they come to school and settle in, they're hungry. So when I thought in the high school system, you know, sometimes I say to my, I hear one of my colleagues sometimes say, you know, these students come and they're sleeping. And I wake them up and I make them sit up. And I say, any child in my class, no matter how old they be, if they are so tired, they're falling asleep, I let them sleep. Because they're not going to retain anything. How is it serving me to force you to stay up? And if I see that pattern, I say, come here. Yes, I Are you so tired? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was working in the shop at night so they can have books there? Who coming into them room and troubling them at night? And who hungry so you get to find out why they're sleeping? Because guess what? Whatever they miss in class, I can teach them again. But I said, sleep. And somebody will say, go buy something to eat. But if we don't come at these situations with love, with respect, with honoring and respecting people, you know, I worked in another high school where I had to say to the principal as well, my colleagues, when you tell these children that them chat mad and they must talk properly and they sound like a bottle, you're telling them that their mother is a bottle. And their granny is a butu. And their uncle is a butu. Because the majority of the people in their home and community speak the Jamaican language. Hmm. So as opposed to shaming them for talking, the good, good, the God bless Papa, let's use Papa as a bridge to teach them English. As opposed to shaming. This is how it's saying Papa, how it's in English. So my kids, whether I speak in English language, English or drama, whatever, they had vocabulary list on the board, they had punctual proverbs, they give them homework, they drop work on them, and when they say, sir, what that means, they say, look it up. And sometimes I pause. And then you start to use it as a bridge. The people show up differently. And no matter what age students are, but it's that thing alone. And even though that space is for conversation, what do you want? Who are you? What are you good at? I'm doing some coping skills work in a community now, and I gave them like a personal map exercise to do for next week Saturday, for this Saturday, to draw a map of them life and who they are and the things that are important. Because you're looking at who are you? And what are the things that are impacting your quality of life now? But 
also what kind of life you want. So when every every process I do, I start and end with a check-in and a check-out. And when you hear a young person checking and saying, I'm checking in empty. That's information. I'm checking in and I don't know how I feel. And then also make sure I pay attention, you know, at the end of the session, how you're checking out. Was there a truth? But even that simple thing of helping them identify and acknowledge how they feel in a given moment is important. Kind of self-awareness. And then connecting to watching your space in your social space, your home space, your community, but also inside you, in your head. And how does that match up with how you see yourself and who you want to be? For some, for some people, in, in, a, in, a, I'm in a space where I do some facilitation, we have some colleagues who had a disagreement. And I can say to them, you know, from day one, the first time I learned about values as a facilitator, I learned that values are not right or wrong. Hmm. So because Anne's values are different from mine, it don't mean it's wrong. It's wrong for me, but that's what I know. Exactly. And when I attack Anne's values, Anne I go shut down. But when Anne goes to what they call value clarification for herself to say, I don't want to do this anymore. This no longer serves me. And those are some of the conversations we have to inject to keep two scamming is normalized. Because here the thing, a colleague of mine again, cutting scammers left, right, and center in the class. Even some of the mentors. And I said to them, I understand, I know where you're coming from, but it's a scammer why that student school CP. So it's a complex conversation to have. So we have to find space and time to have it. What does scamming mean? What does it do? It's taking from someone else. So even if you benefit from it, someone else is being deprived. How you feel about that? When you when you call up the little girl name because she kiss you or to do a little something, how does that match up with respect? When you your friends talk about her, reference trying to unpack these things without judgment. When a boy sees his father or boyfriend over abusing his mother and he intervenes and he mother him and running. <laughs> he spends the rest of his childhood watching her be abused, but saying, why she don't leave? And why when I intervene, she taught me, or she caught me. So am I wrong for wanting to stop? And a lot of times, some of these same young men turn into abusers later on. Mm-hmm. Because what are they seeing around them? You have to defend it. A man, a man diss you, you have to defend it. Or 
she did to in front of your brethren. I have to defend it. So if we don't start to talk about healthy relationships, communication, some of our young people, there's so much rage inside them. And I'm thinking, baby girl, young thing, how are you 12 years old and have this much rage inside you because of how they've been treated? What's being done and said to them? We have to hope some space where they can unload that. And guess what? It's not happening in the in the classroom because lesson plan has to teach. <laughs> Exam of the past. Mm-hmm. We're cramming students with academics and their mental health matter. And yet also expecting them to do well <laughs> while this rage is going on in them. So if we don't find the spaces to have the conversation, to have the mental health check, and also for the teachers and parents, some of the parents are struggling with no support. Or they're medicating, so they lick up, and they're smoking, and then the anger and depression that comes home. So some things that are that are normal for us and mm-hmm. is not normal for some of the young people. So it's not deviant to them. This is actually the norm. So when a young girl mother tell her, well, if you want to go back to school next term, you have to go find a man to marry him. Or, yes, you say, Uncle Trevor, troubling you, but I'm going to pay the rent. That becomes the norm for her. So it's not deviant to her. So when she gets presented with something different, so some people literally tell her like, oh, people do that? They're shocked. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Keep you coming to, I like to say, when I was at Sandals, I said, like, you come to the office and say, you know, I said, am I neck my table in the last night? And even if you blow in a man neck back, you have to tell the man in. <laughs> Nobody's morning in their house. So where they learning that from? <laughs> People walk past you and put you. Some kids tell you, nobody's teaching them just to excuse me. So when I assume and say, pick the ruler out of order, sometimes they're not. They do not know. That's not their norm. So even in classroom spaces, group spaces, we have to set up what we sometimes we call them ground rules, or I like to call them agreement. How they function inside here, though. And don't assume <laughs> that sometimes some basic things people don't know. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Fabian? We're getting ready to kind of wrap things up. Is there anything else that you want to add before we go? Here's a, here's a big thing, and and I'm not sure, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not sure. We have some power, but it needs higher power. The shift from poverty of how many of our people and our youth are living in the poverty line who cannot meet their basic needs who are hungry, who are like, like a hamster on a wheel, running, 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 but not going anywhere. 
We have too many Jamaicans living like that. We have too many Jamaicans who don't have running water. Still, we have to make a real shift in what our people have access to, possibilities, and futures. So then people can really now kind of say, okay, me living a life that is meaningful to me, where I can pay my bills, I can get an honest job, I can advance myself. So the world open up, opens up to me. We need that for more of our people. To shift the, the temptations of scamming. And I'm trusting people and then getting traffic to our pins. You know, or you see a classmate, schools are telling us, stealing is chronic in the high school. So still kids, them take them back to the bathroom, them take them back everywhere because if you leave it, kill it. And this is not only in certain types of schools. This is in all types of schools. People going to a bag and taking their money and it's, it's chronic in our schools. Because, so because I don't have it, Okay. And either I know you do or you seem to, I'm going to relieve you of it so I can have it. Yes, so my brand new sock, I'm telling you. I remember. Mm. Brand new sock. Why, Fabian? Time is up on us. I tell yeah. you, we have oh, wow. to, we have to, yes, we, we're going to wrap things up with Carolyn. Um, I have to work on a, on a, on a, on a part two. And when I'm thinking about working on this part, but somewhere along the line, we have to take it out of the studio. Somewhere yeah. along the line, yeah. we have to yes. take it out of the studio because yeah. um, there's so many variables when it comes to crime, deviant mm-hmm. behaviors. Um, in in this society, and, and Fabian rightly says, what I may deem as being deviant is normalcy mm-hmm. to another set of individuals all the, mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. So you need to look at that. You need to look into that too. Yes. And something that I'm glad that you pointed out, especially for those um, educators that are within the educational system. Um, I know that there's a lack of resources all around. Um, But we have to get to know our students. We have to get to know who you are working with and teaching in the classroom. It's, 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 it is, it is not a possibility. It, it is, it can be hard, as, as Fabian says, when you have to be, th- and Carlin said it too, when you have to be looking at the curriculum and say, okay, mm-hmm. Pepper, come up next week, or that they are come up next I week. And don't even talk about the 50 students in the class. The f- 45, 50. <laughs> yeah. Different I dynamics, to, different values. I mean, 10 or 15. You know, um, it's crazy. I don't know. People might, <laughs> people might not agree or tell me that you know there are way too many variables or whatever it is. But I, I, I just believe that um, if, especially the educational sector, I believe that if you're going into it um, to pursue a career as a teacher, um, you know, as an educator. I, I, I just don't think you should look at it as just means of, you know, making money. Because I think that's where the book stops. I think I think they go. I think a lot of them just go into it and say, "All right, you know, this is it's just a job." That's for every profession. No, I I get it, I get it. But for 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 this particular 
profession oh, where, 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 as well, yeah, yeah. where you will have um, influences or where, where you can influence um, you know the, the 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 generation coming up or people in you know just in general um, you know you, I just believe that you have to have a certain amount of passion to go into it and not just look at it as a job I, 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 I hear you Jane agree with you I hear you Jane agree with you on some level but I think the passion should be matched by paying your property because yes. guess what sometimes you recognize that teachers are one of the most important professors yeah but don't 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 get me wrong you know I agree completely I, I do believe that they should be you know they should be paid well I I think it's one of the most if not the most important yeah um, sector I do believe that you know you have to be paid well and they should you know they should get certain benefits and all of that I'm just saying that given the situation <laughs> given the circumstances like you know that it's not there Right, you know that it's not there to, to to some extent, but yet still you're still going to go into it and then complain and then say this is why I'm not. I'm not. No, no, well, no, that's not true. That's not true. Our education system would have locked down. Long time. Long, time. long, long time. Long time. Long time. It would have crumbled. It would have mm-hmm. crumbled. Mm-hmm. Even the facilitators, because you have persons who have to go in from time uh-huh. to time. Uh, mm-hmm. Fabian is one of them from time to time, myself. And you do it because... Yeah. You do it because it hasn't... Just when I tell you, you don't know, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. But at the end of the day, when you can have your students look at you and say, boy, miss, uh, you helped me out because I'm yeah. coming from here and you brought me over there. Mm-hmm. You feel good because that is all you're going to walk away with, to know yeah. that you well, have inspired. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to correct that, you know, that's not all we're walking away with. Because essentially we're helping, we're making Jamaica better for all of us to mm-hmm. live in. Because we can't continue like this. Yeah, Even, and you know what, I, I'm going to go back to what Fabian said. Two things um, about the fact that we need to think about what they're doing, what we're doing. That thing about Afro Day, you know, you saw the video? Yeah, man, I saw the I loved it. And they're beautiful, right? Yes. Let us think about Afro Day for a bit. Let us think about it for a bit. Do you know that what that does is highlight the fact that your year has to be contained on one day? I hate Afro Day. I dislike it. You're locking it and saying that, you know what, boys couldn't do it. You didn't know that? The Mm -hmm. boys couldn't participate in Afro Day in many schools. The girls could do it for one day. My celebration of blackness is locked to one day who came up with this idea. <laughs> yep. It crossed my spirits until problematic. Yes, man, it problematic. is. We need to think about what we're doing. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say it. I was very quiet because I'm like, this is madness. Yes. One day you can decide not, oh, to, not look to out, look out. Um, Matt tried something for we've done a documentary who? on here called Here So. Oh, We're working on okay. the final cut that looks at 
attitudes towards black hair in Jamaica are 75% black country. Mm. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of, why is it one day? So, it, a lot of these things that we, the, the inferiority complex that we have, even in our attempts to celebrate, mm -hmm. have grown in the inferiority. Yeah. Yeah. We need a lot of work. We do. We need a part two. We need a part two of the show. <laughs> All right, uh, Carolyn, Fabian, I thank you so much for uh, participating. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.